In this episode, we're going to talk about cycling and bicycles and uh, Venezuela and Australia or something. This is the Speed Metal Cycling Podcast. Sorry about that. Here we go. Yeah. All right. I, I try to turn up the volume and I stopped it by the stage. Ah, uh, well, obviously, this episode is dedicated to George Michael and Carrie Fisher. All my idols are dead. They really all, they all died in 2016. Lemmy and Prince and everybody died in 2016. But anyway, uh, George Michael, that was Careless Whisper, right? We were yeah. playing My the Wife whispers. and I. Careless Whisper, I believe. I don't know. Look it up. Anyway, my wife and I are obsessed with the sax in that song. And it's become our ritual, our, our no, our... Uh, um, what do you call that? Goal in life to get somebody that plays a saxophone to learn it for us, so that they can come to a party and perform it for us at well, a party. You would have to get sexy sax man. Well, no, I mean it has to be a friend that we know. So oh. when my nephew took up the saxophone for band, we were like, "Yes, this is perfect." He's left the saxophone since he doesn't give a shit, but. We were talking about it with him, and we were like, we need you to play this song by George Michael. It's Careless Whisper. And my niece, who was nearby listening, she was probably all of six or seven at the time. She goes, did you say Careless Whiskers? And we all laughed. So that's my George Michael story. You do know about Sexy Saxman, right? Yes, yes. The guy that plays it in public at like Target mm. shirtless and stuff. Man. Yeah. It's But listen, though. No, go ahead. Like they say, not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> are you saying that? Are you saying that about sexy sax guy, or are you saying that about George Michael? George Michael. You know, I found out that toward the end of Wham's existence, they they became George Michael featuring Wham, or Wham featuring George <laughs> Michael. Like he wanted to get top billing. When you're in a band or in a podcast, like if this podcast became. Mike Spriggs featuring the Speed Metal Cycling podcast players. We know it's over. Like, Mike is going solo. Yeah, we know. It, well, it's not over. It's actually going places, finally. Actually, you know, speaking of Mike, um, it, it's, it's a Colombian full house again. I, think, I actually think the Colombian full house is the name of an actual thing in poker. You're like, I got a Colombian full house. It's got to um, be. Anyway. It's not, it should be. Yeah, so I didn't even say that I am your host the almighty skull crusher. <laughs> I knew you were going to play that song, Natalia. That's the Colombian Full House theme song. Yeah. It's the Colombian song for Happy New Year. Merry New Year! <laughs> <laughs> Merry New Year! <laughs> Klaus, can you name this? Can you name the movie? Merry New Year! No, <laughs> it's not coming to America. Oh, but really? it is it Eddie like Murphy. It is Eddie Murphy. Merry New Year! Oh, wait, 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 wait! Uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels in the and train. No, no that, you're, you're thinking you're thinking the right movie, but that's not that's not the right title. Dirty yeah. Rotten Scoundrels is uh, with Steve Martin. Yeah, no, what the hell? Yeah, the other one with Merry the New Year! Orange Juice Futures, and he's in the train. What Frozen is that? Orange Juice. <laughs> Trading places. Trading places. Merry New Year. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so yeah, oh, anyway. I think uh, Mike is not here again because we're, he we're, Mike is on assignment. He, yeah, he's on assignment. We sent him on he's, an assignment. He's going solo. He, <laughs> Mike is uh, no. Band. Mike is out. Uh, he went to the. He went out to the Indies to get some spices. <laughs> is that what he, did? Yeah, he's, he's, what he did? Yeah, he did. Listen though, uh, it's. Four minutes into the podcast, and I haven't even um, introduced myself or the podcast. This is the Speed Metal Cycling Podcast, episode 147. I am the almighty Skull Crusher, and with me today is my brother Klaus and the lovely Natalia. Natalia, you haven't said much. That's all I have to say. 
for today. She just speaks um, musically. Yeah. Yeah. Like well, Bumblebee uh, from Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> Not the original Bumblebee, the okay. shitty Bumblebee. Fine. Yeah, I know. Um, Natalia, what did you do for Thanksgiving? I mean, really? <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to go over Thanksgiving again? Well, no, New Year's Eve, I meant. New Year's Eve. Uh, we went to a neighbor's house for a little while and then came back and went to sleep. So, Very where did you spend? Where was? Where did midnight hit you? Uh, sleeping, I think. Wow, I'm sorry to hear that, Klaus. Yeah. I know what I know what you did, Klaus. But uh, do you care to share? For New Year's? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were asking about Christmas for something. No, of course you're asking about New Year's. Nothing. Yeah, yeah I knew that. On purpose. Yeah, yeah. I was, uh, I was re-watching episodes of The Kroll Show and Broad City, and then I went to sleep maybe before or after midnight. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, I think that there is... Listen, if you don't care about New Year's Eve, that's fine. But being anti-New Year's Eve just bothers me. Why? Why do you have to be anti-New Year's? Oh, I'm just gonna go to bed at eight, man. I'm gonna take oh, some no, sleeping I'm not pills. Anti- I just no, I know, I know you're not. I don't pay attention. No, I know. I it's my second favorite holiday after um, Halloween, but because in New York, when I lived in Brooklyn, it was amazing every year, and it was nuts. We would go from like party to party, and we just had tons of liquor, and it just crazy. It was one of the few nights that I actually drank uh like i mean of course <laughs> i drank i drink all the time but i mean Wait, the dr- i drank now. like um hard liquor um so i remember one for example i bought a bottle of goldschlager and i finished it by like midnight and i mean it was just why didn't you buy a bottle of gold slick vodka uh because <laughs> goldschlager is better no gold slick vodka <laughs> from the movie super bad remember that's on the list that's what becky wants or whatever she wants a bottle of gold wow. slip i totally forgot about that jules oh, jules that's what jules. jules yeah wow that's a good movie um anyway since i moved to pittsburgh it's an impossibility it's the the, the, the idea of party hopping here is impossible because even if there was more than one party which there isn't there's like zero parties even if there was more than one party getting from one to the other would be impossible without a car. And I mean, basically I resigned myself to know that, uh, or, or, or I resigned myself to the fact that I am never going to have another good New Year's Eve. So this year, Natalia, Natalia, how much, how much effort would it take and how much driving would it take for you to party hop? Not much. <laughs> well, much, yeah, really. because no. of where you live. Oh yeah, no, but it used when I was in college, I used to be the designated driver all the time. I have this awesome ability that I get I can get into a party mood without even drinking. So I look like I'm drunk, but I'm not really drunk. And uh, I was the designated driver, so I was the one just dropping all my friends in their respective houses. Moms loved me. In of college. course. Like they were oh Natalia is going? Okay. That is such a then peace of mind. Go. Yeah, like, then you can go. So, because I'm we know that something. she's going to bring you up. So, yeah, it was Based? just funny. Just like the woman driving a bunch of drunk guys in a car. It's hilarious. But listen, mm-hmm. just based on what you said, I think I know where you went to school. You went to school in upstate New York, but not like the real upstate New York, what New Yorkers call upstate New York, which means it's Westchester County, which means you went to school to the Charles H. Xavier School for whatever, whatever, because children, yeah, sure. You forgive the children. You know why? Why? Because being able to look like you're drunk without being drunk, it's a superpower, which means you're an X Men, which means you're a mutant. There you okay. go. Okay, yeah, I'm a mutant. You went to school in Westchester County. There you go. I think you've just been upgraded to superhero or mutant yep. or whatever. No, I'm a mutant. I, I I can't live with that. Look, when I'm eighty, I think I'm just going to look like Storm. Brown with white hair. That's my goal. Yes. I'm not dyeing my hair. I decided let's shoot for storm. That's when I'm happy, I'm going to look like James Brown. Merry New Year! <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't care. For, for Christmas, I did something more interesting. What um, did you do? Yeah. What did you I do rode that? my bike by O.J. Simpson's house. Cool. Speaking of that, have you seen that documentary? Yeah. Not the people against... Not oh. the people again, but the other one. 
No, the people versus OJ Simpson or whatever, the multi-part one though was amazing. Well, apparently the other one was voted like best television show of the year by some like entertainment oh. weekly. Or but it's not like a documentary. That. It's a show, right? It's a, like a acted out. I don't know which one is which though. Now I'm trying, starting to think. Yeah, I, I watched the people versus OJ Simpson. And as a result, I got lost on my bike and I was like, wait, Rockingham North Rock, wait. And I turn and I'm like, holy crap, the, I recognize the corner perfectly. The house was sold and it was torn down. They built a new one. But I was like, oh, wow, I'm in front of O.J. Simpson's former house. Holy crap. Did you find the glove? Because if you don't feed it, you must have quit. <laughs> what year no. was that? Oh, my God. That's like 1994 Two? or something. 1991 or nineteen ninety. Two, like that. No, 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 early 90s. Uh, was Oscar Sevilla uh, a pro yet? He was already almost ready to retire. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's so old. Okay, let's start talking about, uh, unless you want to say anything about Christmas, Natalia. My, my Christmas was the same thing as always, just busy and annoying. I hate Christmas. You hate Christmas? Well, I don't hate Christmas. It's fun. It's family time. Yeah, like what if you hate your family? <laughs> what Hmm. Well, with the hmm. in-laws, I didn't go to. That's Columbia. that's what I mean. Okay, that's what I mean. That's the that's the party. <laughs> my family, I don't mind at all. I, my can family, I, can I add one thing about Christmas and about riding uh, a bike in very well-to-do neighborhoods in California, where I happen to be for Christmas? Yeah, small roads in neighborhoods and in, in Brentwood and in places like that have more traffic than bigger roads on weekdays because you realize that extremely wealthy people rely on gigantic teams of Latin American folk like ourselves to make their lives keep going. So these houses have like 8,000 cars parked outside of them and there's like the lady walking the dogs the dude fixing the windows. There's eight people mowing the grass. And the amount of traffic and of vans and like electricians and maids coming in and out of these houses is astonishing for neighborhoods in streets that size. And maybe it's because it was Christmas and maybe people that live in California are like, you're making this up. But it was insane. Like hmm. the supporting cast, C-A-S-T-E, cast, was like in full effect and they were all our people um okay so oh I, I just saw in my note that also debbie reynolds passed away of course which is a true bummer that carrie fisher and debbie reynolds died one after the other but anyway i'm um, sure there was a lot of latin americans at her house at debbie reynolds's house yeah, yeah. probably um Somebody said, actually, who was it? Was it you, Klaus? I can't remember. Somebody told me, like, people are blaming 2006 for all the people that are dying. But in reality, you just blame cocaine. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. For people that were um, really bummed out by 2016, here's a prediction. 2017 will also kind of suck in that regard. Merry New Year! Yeah. Exactly. exactly. I have a feeling some people are going to go to this year. Yeah. I have a, I have a feeling some people will die. I have a feeling some people have already died. Oh my gosh, this is such a downer. Can we just say, change the subject, oh, please? Peace. I am going. I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to bring it up. No, I'm going to bring it up. I also wishing my sister a happy birthday. There we go. All right. So last episode, I had said that we wanted to do an episode where it's all questions. I'm where we answer questions. So you guys send in the questions and then we answer, we answer them or whatever. But um, Mike is not around, still not around. Like, like we said, he's on assignment. So we want to wait until he comes back. So there's plenty of time for you guys to get in more questions. So you can get them into info at speedmetalcycling.com or you can tweet them at us if you don't mind other people seeing them. Um, but eight people did email and they asked what are the traffic patterns like on a weekday in brentwood california but they Klaus, all wanted to know so that was you weren't supposed to i had to relate i didn't want you to like answer the question this time around i wanted you to wait and oh. answer it we need but to anyway, wait for mike Do at speed metal cycle on twitter so and i'll Natalia, tell that 
I'll tell my story about traffic patterns again because it was a blockbuster. It was a blockbuster. Okay. People, people are already emailing me about it right now. I haven't even posted the, the episode. So yes. remem- re- remember to remind people on uh, Twitter, Natalia, because I always forget to. Okay. Okay. So with that out of the way, I wanted to talk about a whole bunch of stuff, including disc breaks. They're back in 2017. Is it provisionary or like how it was the first time where they're like, we're going to try it out on some races? Is it like that or is it full on their back? I believe for them to be full on their back because um, the article that I read said something like, we contacted all the teams and none of them are using them for the tour down under. So that kind of the way that it was worded made me think that they are for any race, but it's their choice, you know, obviously the team's choice or whatever. And, you know, in that article, they mentioned that all the support service people are freaking the fuck out because how are they going to have every single... And, and I mean, I personally, if I am a team, I'm like, yeah, it may be much better for the braking and stuff. But if one of my guys gets a flat tire and the neutral service doesn't have the right size disc then or or the right like screwy thingy then i'm screwed and there goes that you know it could be potentially a stage it could potentially be a race i, I just mean but then again that. when they're there you could still lose the race remember when cadell evans lost the welta because shimano like support like could not they didn't show up and then when they showed up they couldn't get the wheel on so yeah, but I mean, I, I think that you give yourself a little bit of a better chance of success if you don't have... Plus, I mean, the, the neutral service is going to have to take all these wheels. It's going to be like 10 different types of wheels. And it just, it just, it's just silly. I think that the UCI is making a huge mistake by doing this. They by allowing it? it? Yeah, they, they, need to, they need to give the whole thing more time um, or figure something out or make it a regulation that they all have to be whatever size or, you know... I, well, no, that they did, I'm pretty sure. Um, like, there's a standard. I mean, because what is it? Like, 142 in the rear? Like that, That's they, the problem. Though, that there, there isn't one. There isn't a standard. So let me see if I can find this thing again. There is, I, mean, I think they agreed on something. So, I mean, it's got to be a certain width. So I think it's 130, 142, not 135. And I don't 140, know if they're... 140 140 to in, in 160s and then there's the 12 millimeter and the 15 millimeter for the for the rear cassettes for the for the yeah so i mean and the axles can be different and it's just a huge you know and i mean forget it with the cassettes you know that's it's like well yeah so then there's the campy versus uh, oh well of course the SRAM shimano, shimano SRAM. I mean, but they're all going to be 12 speed I mean, eleven speed. Eleven speed, yeah. But I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just it's 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 ridiculous. It's stupid, and there's no. I reason thought why. that they had agreed upon what the that they would be like one forty two twelve or whatever with a through axle. But the thing is, like we're always talking about money. I'm sure companies like Specialized and Merida so badly want to push disc brakes so that. If the idea is that if you put bikes and you show off bikes, people will buy them, they want people to buy second bikes and to buy disc brake bikes. So of course, maybe the bike companies should throw some money in the pot and I don't know. All they need to do is come up with a standard. The UCI has a standard for and and, and regulations for geometry, weights, you know, all kinds of shit. Why can't they just do it for this? I, I know why, because... The companies don't want to do it, but I really thought they had landed on something. I'm surprised uh, they haven't. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so that's one of the things that I wanted to say. And then the other thing that I wanted to say: it's so beautiful. Jerseys are coming out, you know, for all the new the new kids, for all the teams and stuff. And this, like, the new um, um, what's the name of that new team? The UAE team. Abu Dhabi. The Abu Dhabi, like, UAE jersey. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so beautiful. You guys haven't seen this? Oh, no. it is seriously. It's <laughs> it looks like it, when you do, like, a, like a, 
you know, like they have that here, the thing here, Bike Pittsburgh, you know, where, or the tour of the, oh, the jitterbug. Makes me sad. I'm going to miss that dude, man. Okay. Um, anyway, yeah, the team is called UAE Abu Dhabi. Um, you know, anyway, so when you do like a charity ride or something for cancer or whatever, and then like you pay $70 and they give you a shitty jersey, that's what this looks like. It's so bad. I'm looking at it. It's white with the black shoulders and then like the flag for the United Arab Emirates kind of like going. But then mm. the bottom of it is like a cityscape. like a, yeah, like a kind of like the know, old Katusha. Exactly. But the problem is that the black in the jersey and the black in the shorts don't match. I know, because so, one is sublimated like, and the other one is fabric. That age Exactly. Old so it makes champion systems look like amateurs, man. What is going on? Yeah, and especially I think with those flag colors, they could have done something. Um, Way better. Yeah. Oh, by the way. So generic. Do you want to hear an awful dad-like uh, lame uncle joke about Abu Dhabi? Oh, boy. Yeah, here we go. Don't say, oh, boy. This is about to be a good one. You're going to be retelling oh, this one. You're well, going to say it's bad, but you're going to retell it. But, Klaus, don't preface the joke by saying a dad or a bad uncle joke. It's, it's, I mean, like the funny – like if your uncle's Louis C.K. Oh, okay. Okay, go for it. Are you guys ready? And Natalia? Sure. Hold on Ready? to your hats. Okay. You know right. What's the difference between Dubai and Abu Dhabi? Uh, I don't know. People in Dubai don't like the Flintstones, but people in Abu Dhabi do. Merry New Year! You're going to be retelling it. Oh, yeah, for sure. At least 20 times. Abu Dhabi do. Now I have a question for you. Is your brother actually laughing for real? Or is this a recorded laugh he's playing here? I don't know. <laughs> That's real. I never fake my laughter. <laughs> I read that a couple weeks ago. And I just The moment you said Abu Dhabi, I instantly remembered it. Oh my God! See, there is a God. There definitely <laughs> is a God. Because if there wasn't one, my brother would not have remembered that show. <laughs> Abu Dhabi, Merry New Year! Oh, two thousand seven, great. Yeah, I think, man, with those flag colors, they could have done something really cool. Much, much cooler. Yeah. Mm, but I think, I mean, you have to give them a little bit of credit. They were kind of in a rush <laughs> to get things going. Because these, they have to put it together after the whole deal didn't work with the Chinese bankers, no? So, eh. No, but here's I mean. the thing, though. Here's the thing. Um, how much time did they spend designing that jersey? No matter what you say, I could design a better one in that amount of time. I can design a better jersey in 15 minutes than that one. And I'm, it's not that I'm like, ooh, I'm all that. No, I really could. It, they, they should have paid a designer to do it and not like some... Abu Dhabi too. <laughs> I hope someone oh out there is also God. laughing at the joke. So, like every time now that we say the word Abu Dhabi, Dan is just going to lose it from here on. That's just like Dan's kryptonite. If you see him, if you see him and you want it and you want him to just just crack down, just tell him Abu Dhabi, and then he'd be like losing it. Awesome. <laughs> I'm, oh crying. My gosh. I'm crying and laughing so hard. <laughs> uh, just a matter of time oh. before my wife walks in here and asks me if I need to call 911. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, I am to uh, please. Oh, man. That was a good one. Um, okay. Hold on. Let what me are see. other kits that we haven't talked about that are new since last time? Oh, oh God. God. A ton. Um, the Giant or whatever they are called now. Sunweb. It's basically the same thing. It's, but... Yeah, it's Alpacin with Sunweb. Their bikes look good. Um, Giant yeah. with like white, black, white, red. They look kind of cool. Um, also Orca Scott, just like dark blue and green. I don't understand why they kept the green if their bikes are yellow. 
but it looks yellowish to me. I don't, I don't see it's, it's, in the I pictures. Like, looks yellowish, mm -hmm. not green to me. So it's. I think it's yellower than it used to be. But I've seen the photos next to the bikes, and the bikes look like a sun yellow, like a rich yellow, and then the jersey looks like a lemony yellow, if not a greeny, like a greenish yellow. Speaking of uh, kit stuff, have you noticed how much uh, Rigoberto Uran is photographed in his personal kit and not his team kit? Yep. Like I just saw a poster that he made for Columbia. Like it's that like wear your helmet, you know, safety thing. And he's not wearing his team kit. Like he does a lot of stuff in his personal stuff. And it's not even like, oh, this is just like a generic red jersey. But no, it's his Rigoberto Uran like branded stuff that Suarez makes. Er. Hmm. Really? And that is a problem because you're not supposed to do that or? No, you're not supposed I, to do that. Which is I, why every time you see guys training, right? Even if they're like best friends and they're just out for a ride, they'll be wearing their team's kids, even if they're like different kids. I mean, as Always. far as I understood and anyone out there, along with your questions, correct us if we're wrong. I understood that part of the contract is you have to wear the stuff up until the 31st, even yeah. when you're training. And that's why when you sign with a new team and you go out training with them in November, December, you're still wearing the old stuff. I think it was, was it Will Frischkorn? I forget. No, no, no. It was someone else that left Garmin in a kind of a contentious, contemptuous, whatever the word is, thing that Jonathan Vodders put up, made a real stink out of the fact that the guy was photographed riding a bike other than felt when he switched over to Orica before December. Like that became a real sticking point. Yeah, and I, 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 don't, I don't, and I'm sorry to say here, but I don't know if they, if Uran is actually training and riding with that kit. I don't know if he's just putting it on to take you know, like still pictures instead of riding because the videos that he posts when he's riding, he's using the Cannondale uniform. Mm. So maybe there'd yeah. be like a cracking regulation there because he's not yeah. maybe like maybe training, just posing. Maybe he actually is part of his contract. He worked it out like that, that for certain things, he, he's allowed to wear his own, his own stuff. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. I just, I'm like, mm, 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 well, if he is doing something that he's not supposed to do, I'm pretty sure that they will tell him, like, dude, just a little yeah. friendly reminder. You're not supposed to be doing that. But I guess so. I guess I, I also... I wouldn't be surprised if they're like, well, he's kind of our GC dude, number one, so that's cool. And also, number two, it's for the Colombian market, so who cares? <laughs> yeah, that could be. Um, yeah, that's true, too. Hey, listen, um, so, oh, that reminds me. Uh, I have you, notes, if you run out yeah, of material. I no, have no, I have plenty. But no, I just wanted to say that people should follow us on Instagram at Speed Metal Cycle. <laughs> <laughs> and the I'm begging thinking. continues. Oh, and the begging continues. Because if you don't... I'm thinking, all right, so we already bought 100 followers. And I'm thinking about buying like a like 500 next time around. So that when people check it out, they're like, ooh, impressive. <laughs> and only if they heard this right now will they know that they're not real. So, Oh, no. In the, in the bio in Instagram, I'll put, I'll keep you updated as to how many followers we have purchased. How many followers does the account have now? I have no idea. Let me check. 300, maybe? Uh, let me see. <clears throat> Instagram. Uh, and then I just got to go to my, Ooh, look at that. I got a follower on my other account. Um, uh, speed metal cycle. 316. Right 316. Yeah. The last post that we had was, uh, Fernando Gaviria looking like a terrorist and he got 25 likes. Yeah. He doesn't look like a terrorist though. That, that's like, Oh no. He okay. He I'm gonna, I'm looking at. Rigoberto Uran's Instagram, Instagram account, mm -hmm. and I'm I'm gonna get him in trouble. But I see at least three fairly recent pictures where he was out training in his own kit. Okay, busted. There you go. Yeah, we'll I'm get that. We'll, we'll get down to the bottom of that. Let's send, let's let's put Mike on that. Let's let's put Mike on that and, and have him figure it out. What's going? Yeah, on. Mike better get on it. Are you going to be the Whistleblower, Klaus, are you going to see, see the Cannondale? Like, why is this dude not wearing the kit? Or even more <laughs> than that, 
You say it's like, no, man, it's I love the new kit that Rigoberto Uran is using. Yeah, I love how it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't say Cannondale or anything. It just says R and U. Yeah, like I love <laughs> it. That you guys, you guys handed the team over to Rigoberto. Like you were fully in for Rigo. Awesome. I know. Right now, there's probably someone out there listening saying, "Dude, if you can roll your R's properly, you shouldn't be busting Colombians with their team." I know. <laughs> It's true, but I kind of find it interesting because maybe okay. I don't understand how the deals are structured. Okay. Here's here's what I have, um, and then Natalia, you can tell me what you want to talk about, and then we can decide what we're gonna do. Okay. Um, I wanna talk about the Tour Down Under coming up, starting January seventeenth. Um, actually, that's it, really. Really. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, I have something else that I wanted to say. Actually, I read a, I, I read a um, um, website in Spain that says that Oscar Sevilla, beloved Oscar Sevilla, he should sponsor the, this podcast. Or actually, we should sponsor him. Um, was the Spaniard that had the most victories in 2016. Well, sure, because he's racing against 17-year-olds. Yeah, well, uh, he had 15 wins. They said 13 of them were in Colombia and then uh, the rest in Panama, I think. Well, obviously, not only is he racing against 17-year-olds, but also, I mean, if you remember in 2006 when he was racing for T-Mobile, that's when Operation Puerto exploded and he, along with a couple of other T-Mobile guys, were fired from the from the team. They weren't allowed to participate in the Tour de France that year. Let's just say that he's, he doesn't have the most the cleanest of backgrounds. But I thought about this. This guy had more wins than Alejandro Valverde. I know, say whatever you want about Alejandro Valverde. At least he's racing against real cyclists in Europe, not against 17-year-olds and fourth-rate like cyclists in Panama. That's true. And that I've said this before, but Matt Rendell's point about Oscar Sevilla is absolutely true, which is he should be ashamed of himself. Not for whatever he's using to win. Whatever, that's even beside the point. It's just that he's racing against ve- sometimes, mostly very young, usually unpaid Colombian cyclists that are like, you know, barely hanging on in their life. <clears throat> so yeah, you're right. Alejandro Valverde is doing it against other riders, sometimes using who knows what, but whatever. Like at least he's yeah. in Europe. And Sevilla won twice as many races as Valverde. And Sevilla is four years older than Valverde. Listen, when Sevilla became, I looked this up, when Sevilla became a pro, I didn't even have a cell phone yet. I still had a beeper. That's when he started, that's how long ago Sevilla has been racing. I had a beeper. It was blue, like a see-through, like sky blue. That is ridiculous. He's 40 years old. Oh, the, no whole, the whole subject just makes me sick. The guy okay. just raising the support he gets, the salary he gets, all the stuff he gets. In Colombia. Yeah, in Colombia. Just, it's just uh, sickening. I think that's the, that's the big thing that I should say that when I go to Colombia, he is beloved. And a lot of it is not just because he's a great winning cyclist or whatever, which... I can understand there's always going to be people that love you because of that. But a lot of it is because he's a European and Colombians are flattered that he's in Colombia racing. And that drives me absolutely bananas because there's no reason for that. Like, Jesus Christ, there's better Colombian cyclists. Be excited about that. The only reason why he's in Colombia is not because he likes it. Is because he couldn't oh. land a job in Europe. I mean, it's well, how people, and he even said so. He even <laughs> said so. Honest. I mean, it's like, he cannot, he, cannot, he cannot land a job anywhere else because anywhere else, including Japan, where Oscar Pujol, this other Spaniard that also had seven victories, that's where he races. Guess what they do in, in, in Japan? They test you before races. That's why Oscar Pujol, I mean, that's why Oscar Sevilla can't go and race in Japan. Okay, where so a lot of Spaniards are, are racing. Should I, mean, I let's be honest here? That's why he picked Colombia. Should I 
okay. No, Not that, this, no, don't. no, okay. don't, don't. Okay, it, it's it's all been said. It's all no, been said. I just the guy's guy a no, fucking cheat. No, no, I'll, let me tell you this. I spoke with him not that long ago. <laughs> oh, boy. In person by sheer coinky dinky. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, that happens to me, too. I'm <sighs> hanging out with my friends, having some tea on a Tuesday afternoon, and in walks Oscar Sevilla. I know, my life is very for, different than yours. Forgive, no, no, no. Just forgive me for being cryptic, but I'll just say this. Uh, it was unpleasant. Whatever. It was weird. Whatever. Anyway. The I heard, how can I put this? It's not like it's a really big deal. So when I get it out, it'll be a not very big deal. But um, the question of would he want to stay in Colombia? Because I think his wife is Colombian too. Like, would he want to stay there for a very long time? And he was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> everyone in Colombia is under the belief that oh, he loves gosh. Colombia and that's why we're so glad that he's here El campeón, the champion, he's here, he loves Colombia and he was like, oh no like it's obvious that he doesn't even want to be in Colombia he knows he has to be there because it's the only place that he can race so it's kind of funny that this whole idea that people have like he loves us, he's here, oh my god, we're so humbled and then he was like no, I don't want to be here for like I don't I don't know, I'm not staying here. Bullshit. That's what it is. Oh, can we please stop talking about this? Let's move on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Natalia, what do you have on your notes? Okay. So I was going to ask for your thoughts uh, about the cancellation of the tour of cutter. Mm. Yeah. And I have a a segment, a little bit of a segment of Bovki TV. Just a mm. little, like, 30 seconds that I want to play to you because the guy is pretty much taking a dump on the men's peloton, and I thought that was hilarious. So I just want to play that, and just you can okay, tell me you what do. you think about it. And uh, I realized that Carlos Betancourt is going to be in the Tour de Nounder. He's in the movie star lineup, so that should be interesting. And I also read something in The Guardian today when they were talking to Froome. And then in some paragraph, they just typed this line that says that Froome is the face of cycling. <laughs> and I was, well, yeah. if this is the case, I think I'm going to be done with cycling very soon. <laughs> but let me ask you, who is the face of cycling? There is no one face to cycling. Right. I know, but I mean, just saying well, that Chris Room is the face of cycling. I'm like, what? If you ask an American, he'll probably pick an American. They're British. They'll pick a Brit. The thing is that, what is the name of this creature? Actually, I think that cycling to the average person is so boring that Chris Room is a perfect face because he's a he. <laughs> as, you know, as David Sedaris would say, he has the personality of an iron skillet. <laughs> So it's about right. I was just like, dude, this is no way of going. Like, you cannot say somebody is the face of cycling. I mean, look at how many people like, are professionals, including women. That's the anyway. But it just sh shocks me sometimes how they go about typing these things and they don't think like think what you are typing about. You know, like it's not anyway. So okay, now listen. you're assuming that they care and that they're putting that much thought into yeah. it. Yeah. So I really, yeah. out of, of all the things that I just listed, I really want to do the Bobkey one. So if you have to okay. sacrifice the other ones, yeah. go ahead. I have Bobkey on cue. I want to say, I want to say two things. First thing, the face of cycling right now probably is Peter Sagan. Um, he's young, cool, Oof. crazy. I, I, I really honestly believe so. Anyway, now <laughs> you guys... Um, I don't know how big a nerd uh, Natalia is. I know that Klaus doesn't know that much about crazy, obscure Star Wars stuff, but there's this guy, Sifo Diaz, who ordered a bunch of clones to be made, and he ordered it with... He went to this planet, right, uh, called Camino, and the Caminoans are these, like, crazy, slender dudes with tiny, tiny little necks and super big heads, and that's who uh, Chris Froome reminds Oh, you're absolutely right. Oh, like man. A, well, yeah, the Camino ones. So anyway, anyway, all right. That was one thing. And then the other thing was before we do any of the Bobkey TV stuff, 
why don't you, either you or Klaus explain what Bobkey TV is to our listeners? Because they may not be aware because I wasn't aware. It's changed my life since, but it's like that book, The Secrets. I never heard about it and then it changed my life. Klaus, you do the It's like that joke. It's like that joke that Klaus told. I never heard it before and it changed my life. Well, let me just tell you <clears throat> that oh, I don't know that much about it. No, I just explained. I, I didn't even but know But Natalia it brought it into my life and I first thought that she was referring to a chocolate babka from the Seinfeld episode. <laughs> Remember Jerry Holy. has to steal back the babka <laughs> or whatever? Or, yeah. No. So, Bobkey TV. Opa. Opa. It reminds me of George Michael. You said the episode was dedicated to George Michael. I'm just doing some production value here. He's <laughs> fine. Oh. Come on, so let's do story. Well, Sorry. So the most the most important thing on, on YouTube, as we know, is the sexy sax man, which is now yes. going back to like 2012. But the second. It's Bob Key TV, which Natalia brought to our attention, which is Bob Roll. Has his own uh, YouTube channel, which I had no idea. And uh, yeah. <laughs> most episodes he's completely out of focus the poor guy and i mean it's interesting enough oh, but it's God. interesting I've seen, listen i've seen 17 year old girls talking about like their like favorite bands on youtube with better production value yeah I, that's no exaggeration and like poor guy he's like sitting in his like office and he's doing it in, usually in front of a picture of himself at perry roubaix which is like Oddly self-referential and postmodern and bizarre. Um, I mean, <laughs> he sure means well enough. And I, I have to admit, I watched a couple episodes almost in their entirety. So, hey, I mean, I don't know if that says something about the quality of the content or the lack of cycling content. <laughs> you know? No, it actually has to do with your cynicism. That's what it has to do yeah, with. Yeah. And so, I don't know. Just to give a taste. He laughs at himself a to lot. To the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just to okay. give a taste to the audience, I'm just going to play a little bit of an ex excerpt of the one. Okay. So no. let's see if this thing works. Nicole Cook, former world champion, Olympic champion. Um... She has written an article for The Guardian and uh, very well written, very concise, very eloquent, which is typical of the women's Here comes professional the cycling peloton. <laughs> uh, and the men's a long ways behind. Let's just be honest about that. Anyways. What the fuck was that? Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> He's saying that Women are better at writing and being eloquent. Is yeah. there a how many male cyclists wow. even write anything? Who writes something? Like aside from Jens Boyd, like doing a Tour de France uh, diary or something for like Velo News five years ago. No, no, no. I was Bob just like saying, like let's face it, we have a bunch of dumbasses in the men's peloton. <laughs> it's just like wow. <laughs> Listen. Listen, most people are dumbasses. That's let's just start right there. But he was and talking then, about being concise. That doesn't even make sense. And his laugh concise and second. eloquent and yeah. Just... I don't know. It's borderline sexist that he's being like, look at this woman. She's a woman, but she's concise. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you know no, how no, 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 she's, she's not like other women. She can actually write. I Plus, love I love the, the part when she's like, could, which is typical of the women's yeah, peloton. Women's like, dude, exactly. for how long every have you been following women's cycling? Like geez, every anyway. single woman. Listen, every single woman I know who's a professional cyclist is very, very eloquent and can write very, very well. No, listen. <laughs> uh, I, it's this whole idea of she wrote and it sounded eloquent and whatever, whatever. This is Guardian he was talking about, right? That's a, that's a major newspaper. I've written stuff for newspapers, and believe me, I send something in, and what I read is nothing. Something, nothing. <laughs> they rewrite stuff. They change because your you weren't concise. They make it concise. Yeah, eloquent. exactly. When I write, I'm very eloquent, but not very concise. Some people are concise, but not very eloquent. The editor's job is to like 
make sure that it's both of those things. They make it eloquent and they make it concise. I'm not saying that this woman, whoever she is, can't write. I don't know. But what I'm saying is if it's published in a newspaper, chances are it's both concise and eloquent. Because that's what a fucking newspaper does! <laughs> anyway, that was anyway. a little bit of Bobkey TV there for you. There you go. I, I mean, yeah, I, everybody should check well, it out. It's freaking hilarious. I mean... He's not like a bad guy. I'm sure he's a f- cool guy, and I watched enough of it. I actually subscribed to it after because I was like, <laughs> that's how little content there is about cycling. You know what? Actually, if you want to support him, then always give him thumbs up because the algorithm for YouTube recently changed, and now people only get paid if th- by thumbs up and oh, comments really? and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not by view. I mean, there is it has something to do with views as well, but the algorithm is super complicated. Also, if you curse. On YouTube, automatically that video becomes uneligible to be monetized. YouTube is evil now. They're, they've turned like straight I, up evil. Have I ever mentioned in here that the past tenants of the place where I live were YouTubers? Not where, are. Well, they are, yeah, but they live so here. Very famous YouTubers. It's so like, weird. Yeah, like very, very famous. I feel like, old when I'm like, how do people get paid? How do people make money from that? That makes no sense. No, I understand how, but I'm just like, I'm still fascinated. Which leads me to believe that Bobkey TV, like, don't be surprised oh, if he shows up to the Tour of California in a gold Rolls Royce, is what I'm saying. <laughs> and <laughs> not painted gold. Not painted gold, made of gold. Yeah, so, I mean, it's going to go two miles an hour because <laughs> it's going to be okay. so good. Natalia, yes. Natalia remind, me, remind me quickly of the other two things you wanted to talk about. It- Tour of Cotter, and oh, I would yeah. like Klaus to pronounce that for me, please. Tour of Cotter. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, we proved that I'm not that far off. It sounds yeah. like I'm being. Like and I'm and you have been validated because Bobkey TV pronounces it like that, or tries to. Many. It's not. It's not as good as you, but he goes. He, for he that. has the ultimate. Uh, he's the uh, whatever official uh, pronunciation yeah. guide for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I was just going to say that I kind of have mixed feelings about the cancellation because it was a good race for women. Are you talking about the men or the women? No, both, both of them. Men. Both of them. I mean, for the women, that's the part that I care about. Yeah, I, yeah, I, with yeah, yeah. all due respect, I don't give a shit about the cancellation for the men's tour. But no, the for the women, it was a nice one. They got really nice accommodations. They used it to kind of prepare for the spring so I'm I'm sad to see it go because of that. But since we're talking about, you know, like a, a country that is not very friendly to human rights when it comes to women and stuff. I'm <laughs> exactly. Not that. That's what I was going to say. It's like you said, oh, they give them really good accommodations. But if they stay like a single day after the race and they become slaves like the yeah, rest of the Yeah, exactly. Women. So that's the, <laughs> that's, the, that's the part which is like, yeah, you know, maybe. Although, but then I was thinking, was this the plan? the whole time just to run it to get the world championships and then after that okay we're done we're done the mic yeah well yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe but i'm glad it's gone that, that race was hey maybe it may come back who knows but it's just it was just a waste of time really no i mean i think uh bob key tv's the point that he made was, <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm, I'm gonna quoting, reference bob key like I'm gonna. I am quoting Bobkey TV as a source of information and knowledge. Here. Right. As, a, as a legitimate source of uh, information and so, uh, the journalist. So that means that if a listener tells their friend what I'm about to say that Natalia just mentioned, they'll say, "On a third-rate podcast, I heard a guy say that Bobkey TV said that." Yeah. <laughs> Like a, if we're third-rate podcast, then what's second and first-rate? I, I, the what, do they, cycling do they not get do they not get drunk while they're recording? Is that what first <laughs> and second rate? I don't know. No, but I think yeah, Bob Key TV. I will now not even call him Bob Roll. Bob Key TV made the point that yeah, they just did it to get the world championships. They got them, and then they're done with cycling. Now it's on to soccer. Good, good. Screw them. We don't need them. Actually, no, we we need their money, but. Yeah. Okay. That's it. And uh, the next thing on the agenda is the tour down under with Carlos okay, so Betacur. Yeah. When does it start? He's he's one of the he's one of the favorites. Uh the seventeenth, so um in a week and a half, I guess. 
So now here's the thing. I've never paid attention to the Tour Down Under. I don't, I've never given a single rat's ass about that race. I found it to be as maybe racing-wise probably more interesting than the Tour of Qatar. But because it's so early in the season, yeah, whatever. However, <coughs> this year, I'm going to watch it, I think. <laughs> I mean, Betancourt is going to be there. Uh, Esteban Chavez oh, is going for it. Chavez is going. The Tuenaos are going. Harrison Pantano is going. There's going to be a lot of Colombians. Yeah. But it's interesting because I've been reading a couple of things, and they say that the favorites, like up top, the two big favorites are Simon Gerrans and Peter Sagan. Mm. And then after that, there's like, a couple of other, like, Richie Port, Ron Dennis, and Grant Thomas. And then after that, they mentioned, like, Chavez, Gesink, Ulisi, and Pantano. as <laughs> like, on, like <laughs> extra other people that might be, or whatever. Quite a range. But I was looking, exactly. And then if you look at, like, who has won the Tour Down Under in the past, it is, what the hell is going on here? It's like a, a little bit of everything. Um... So as we've said before, it's not a who's who, it's a who list. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, if you look back, Stuart O'Grady, of course, won it a couple of times. Mikel Astarlosa, uh, Luis Leon Sanchez. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. Oh, wait, what happened? Dude, this thing broke. Wait, what? This thing just broke. My internet broke. My internet broke. No, we can hear you. Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> oh Dude, my I kept, gosh. I kept pushing the buttons and nothing would happen. All right. Um, but I think that's the kind I'm of thing it's like. If... Thing. Simon Garrens won it once or twice rather. Yeah, three times actually. Never mind. Simon Garrens three times. I'm uh, looking now. Which I think uh, he it totally makes sense, and he's a worthy winner of that type of a race for sure. Exactly. Dennis Rowan, same thing. Um, but Andre Greipel won it too. So I mean, that to me says somebody like Peter Sagan can win this race the moment that he decides to win it because he can sprint. You know, yeah, like Richie Port. You know what I'm saying? Like anybody else that you can think of from like. Um, Richard Sagan Port almost to, won the Tour of California two years ago. Exactly. So I think that this is a no-brainer that he's going to win it. You know, he's got his new team and shit, whatever. He wants to, like... It just depends, I guess, if he's, if he's in the mood and in the in shape for it. And that's the thing, like, I I can imagine that someone like Chavez could win. Because, I mean, that's the other thing. There's It's not like there's a lot of climbing. So that's why it suits... There's only one, uh, like, um, mountaintop finish. Willonga Hill. <sighs> yeah, I, don't, I mean, I, I think this is a no-brainer, personally. So what, I don't know. what the hell do I know, right? What the hell do I know about cycling or anything else? Um, nothing. I know very little about life. I know very little about life. There's one thing that I know a lot about. A lot. Way more than a human being should, and that's Star Wars. But that's about it. <laughs> that's really about it. I can that's, recite. That's life-saving I can, knowledge right there. Yes. Well, I can tell you this. I, if somebody holds me up at gunpoint and says, I will kill you unless you recite The Empire Strikes Back in English and in Spanish. And I'll be like, all right, sit down, buddy, because here it comes. Wow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, a couple of years ago, my wife said that she hadn't seen... She wasn't sure which Star Wars ones she had seen and which ones she hadn't. And she didn't know if she had seen any of them and the whole thing, whatever. So we sat down and started watching them 20 minutes into A New Hope. She was like, I, I can't deal with this anymore. She was like, why? Why not? Is it really that bad of a movie? It's like, no, you're repeating every line. You're whispering every line along with the fucking movie. It's annoying. <laughs> you're singing along. It's not a sing-along movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. But uh, whatever. Um, yeah. So that's... So Tour we agree under. that Carlos Betancourt is going to win the Tour Down Under, right? Of course. Yes. Okay. Yes. Good. Hands, hands down, hands down. Let me I, actually you know, see. What, I, ahead, I was thinking about this. <clears throat> Chuck Klosterman, 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 whatever. The yeah. author has written, you know, he's written many books, whatever. But he writes a great deal about the band Kiss. 
And the reason why, he explains, is not that KISS is his favorite band in musical terms, but in terms of their importance to him in a sociological sense, they are his most, his favorite band because they are so interesting and funny and weird. The more you look into them, music aside, because they're such a kind of a joke and he takes them very seriously. I I don't need to be disparaging about Carlos Betancourt. It's not that he's my favorite cyclist and I don't mean to make light of the possibility that he has serious things going on in his life but he's such an interesting guy because i'm so i just so want to see what he's capable of and which way it's going to go and so so you're saying that carlos betancourt is gene simmons on a bike minus the boots yeah a little overweight but flashy but great when he's good and terrible when he's not yeah and i just i can't wait to see which one is gonna come out <laughs> I love I it. Have a, I know. Uh, love it. Listen, we only have five minutes to go, but I want to ask um, Natalia, where did you get that information about Carlos Betancourt? Because I am looking at the start list right now, and he's not in it. Oh, start Twitter. Oh, okay. I have uh, Suterlin, the Errada Brothers, Barbero, eh, Isaguirre, eh, Gorka. Uh, de la parte en Mark Soler. That's what I have. Don't crush my dreams. Okay, so I have this from this Spanish Twitter account. It's called Road and Mud, I think. And they I just tweeted a picture that says the rooster or like the, the group of Movistar team. <laughs> For the tour down under is. And they have a list of people, and Betancourt is listed there. Okay. So, so they have Sorenlin, Errada, Errada, Barbero, Isaguirre, De La Parte, and Betancourt. Oh, if you know. have Betancourt, I have so, Mark Soler. Er, well, if he's, if he's going to go, he's going to win. Let's just yeah. hands down. I mean, it's not giving. I mean, it, it's going to be him in second, Peter Sagan. We can, we can all agree on that. Good. People are yelling at their... Podcast. Yeah, I'm looking in pro cycling stats, but I don't. They don't have the starters for 2017 here yet. I don't. Well, the thing though too is that like there's teams that haven't even like put in their their uh, their rosters for the race. Like uh, FDJ has. They just have. Yeah. So according to pro cycling stats, Orica has three riders uh, confirmed. Chavez, Garens, Ewan. Oh, I have Daryl Impey as well, and Orica Scott. Yeah, I don't. Know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Whatever. We we don't. We we, we will find out January seventeenth, or when Carlos Betancourt posts a photo of his child in Australia, then we'll know he's. Um, yes. Because if you follow with a kangaroo, I, know, <laughs> I hope a fucking kangaroo eats his baby. <laughs> <laughs> goes away steals the baby oh, i'm taking one for cute. you people taking this that one that kid is very cute that kid is very oh, also cute. jonathan restrepo the colombian from katusha is gonna be there oh man that kid is gonna be big hey listen you, you um last thing i'm gonna say actually because we're, we're, we're gonna cut it here in a sec but anyway listen everybody remember Please send your questions at Speed Metal Cycle, C-Y-C-L, on Twitter or info at speedmetalcycling.com. Anything. You can ask us anything. You can ask Mike where he was on assignment. You can ask him his shoe size. There's two things that you cannot ask. Well, one thing is you can never ask unladylike questions to the lady. All right? So keep it clean, boys. Keep it clean. And what and the other thing you cannot ask is you cannot ask Klaus what his t-shirt size is because that is creepy. Yabba dabba do. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give me an uh, example of a non-lendy-like question? Just uh, out of curiosity. No, no because that would defeat the purpose of saying that we're not going to do that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like asking for like private garments from you or something like that. We don't want that. That's just dirty. Nobody wants that. Okay. You See, know what's funny? We just went nobody, there. nobody was thinking. Nobody was thinking about that until I said that. <laughs> no, but, but Natalia brought it on. 
I, well, yeah. I was actually, just curious. That's all. Okay. Actually, you know what? Bring him on, even the unladylike ones. And then I'll go through them. And the ones that aren't too terrible, maybe I'll ask Natalia. Oh, no. We'll just pick the worst one and then we'll make Mike answer them. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Um, yeah, there you go. So, yeah, we'll see you guys soon. And hopefully, uh, Mike will come back with us. Uh, info at speedmetalcycling.com, at speedmetalcycle on Twitter. Send the questions, all right? All right, all right, we're out of here. Peace. <laughs>